Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. What's up, bar folks? For 40 years, Ligonier Ministries Table Talk has been a valid resource for the body of Christ. With thousands of subscribers all over the U.S., Ligonier Ministries has partnered with the Bar Podcast to bring you 15 months of this magazine for the price of 12. For $23, you get 15 issues of the Table Talk magazine delivered to your door, chock full of articles and devotions. To get your subscription, go to thebarpodcast.com forward slash table talk to get those 15 issues for only $23. That's right, the bar podcast forward slash table talk. Go now. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it and This is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming Preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, Welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Hey, yo, grace and peace, everyone. It's your man, P. Barlow, with another episode of Bars, Biblical and Reformed Spitters. And today, I have the opportunity to have on the line a brother who has uh, yet to really uh, kind of be known, but it's like kind of up and coming. A, a brother who I've been watching kind of just grow uh, lyrically and even spiritually online through the Reform Bars group. And it's my brother, none other than Gavin. Can you say what's up to the people for me, sir? What's going on, Reform Bars community? What's going on? Yeah, man. Listen, man. Thanks again for taking some time out of your very busy schedule for for, uh, for hollering at me. Uh, and recently, man, a lot of people don't know. Actually, if, if, if
And I was also going to a Christian school, so I started learning about Jesus um, and God, but kind of in a it's very shallow understanding of it. Um, my first introduction was just through the sinner's prayer and how, you know, Jesus died for sin, he loves us and all that good stuff, but not really about the significance of it, uh, so to speak. So, you know, I did the whole sinner's prayer thing and I received it with gladness. I was super excited about it and but it just didn't have any weight to it and I didn't have any true, you know, deep understanding of it. So I wore the title of Christian and all that good stuff. Uh, and then uh, it was until my sophomore year in high school, uh, I think leading up to that, um, I called myself uh, going to this camp to desire growth in Christ and Christ ended up arresting me right there. Um, it was in the middle of a worship service and it was literally like just a light bulb moment where my eyes were open to realize, you know, that God is my king and although I have, um, you know, the will to make my own decisions, so to speak, um, you know, God's still my king and since he's my king, I'm obligated to follow him. And so from that moment forward, I would say that, you know, God truly, you know, saved me from, you know, my sin and from my um, depraved nature. And so the rest is history, you know, growth is, you know, plenty of ups and downs, plenty of growth, um, even within the group uh, that I just found by chance. Um, lots of growth and lots of ups and downs, but, you know, God is good and uh, his glory is in all of it. So, yeah. True that, true that. Now, when it comes to, uh, say, like, the, the writing aspect of it, you know, as far as, like, you uh, writing bars and things, like, when does that start for you? Oh, man, that's a funny story. So um, I grew up a little bit listening to rap um, simply because of my dad's midlife crisis. Like, the first song I ever heard was, um, I think I was called. Um, there's a Busta Rhymes song, um, Break Your Back, I think it's called. Uh, yeah, Break Your Neck. Break, it, break, your, break neck. your Neck. Break Your Neck, yeah. Yeah, Break Your Neck by Busta Rhymes. That was the first hip-hop song I ever heard, and it was like, it was, it was love ever since then. And so I first started writing stuff in my senior year of high school, um, the principal of the school had thrown me in this group of, in the worship band just because I needed the credits, even though I couldn't sing or nothing like that, but just threw me in there as like a prayer person or something like that. And so the, the new music teacher, he built a studio in this shed outside the school. And I was like, hey, uh, I, kinda, I, felt like, I just kind of felt like writing something. So I knew nothing about bars didn't know how to structure songs all I knew was just from listening to songs over and over again so the first song I wrote I took the intro to Trip Lee's uh, Between Two Worlds instrumental and I just wrote something to fit it in from how I'd memorized the spacing and just went off a of flow and so from that moment I didn't even learn how to write bars really until um, I got into the Facebook group like I knew nothing about lyricism for myself outside of battle rap so it was just kind of a weird thing. I just my my first rapping was really from freestyling, and although I can't really freestyle much anymore, like my writing has grown leaps and bounds. Obviously, you know, since uh, being in the group and learning about uh, lyrics and things of that nature. Okay, yeah, no, I thought that's a pretty dope. Dope. So it was like it was like you was kind of thrown into it, and you realized like, hey, I pretty much got a knack for it, and and from that point, it's just just growing in it. Like, I, I, like I say, like, man, you know, like, I remember, I think, I want to say, I want to say it was the first 16-bar challenge that we had in the group that you participated yeah. in, I, I think. And I said, and, that, and, that, and that's why I say, like, man, when I say that we, we seen you grow, 
Uh, I mean, like, like from that, man, I mean, you know, I mean, I, and in all honesty, we all have, any of us who have participated in that, we've all have grown uh, some way, some shape, form, or fashion. But, like, I mean, like, I think, like, yours is one of those ones where we see, like, some, some real significant growth because it's like you went from somebody who was just participating to becoming, like, a straight-up contender. <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. so, like, yeah. So, like, yeah, and, you know, that's just what that's. That's that's kind of uh, excited, man. Uh, so now, you were before you were before you started rapping. It seems to me like you were exposed to uh, you were exposed to some Christian hip hop. Is that is that? Can you say you think, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Trip Lee's right between two words. I'm saying that right. So I was always get Trip and Truth for some reason mixed up. Trip Truth and Flame, but some reason I get those three mixed up with their songs and stuff. <laughs> but you said you you said you took uh, you, you took. The introduction from that, so I'm assuming that like like listening to Christian hip hop was a big part of uh, like your musical experience. Is that correct? Am I correct in assuming that? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's one part I didn't. So um, my youth pastor was what I learned um, all about Christian hip hop from. So I grew up listening to rap, but then when I, I was introduced to Christian hip hop around about the same time I was saved, honestly, is when I dove right into it. And so um, my first, the first song I actually heard uh, and fell in love with was Make War by Tadashi um, at the same camp I, I got saved at. And then Lecrae became, you know, my favorite artist after listening to some more albums and stuff. But I always loved the intro off of uh, Triple E's, uh, I, I want to say it was his third album. And so um, just from familiarity with the song, I was able to write off that. Like I said, I didn't know anything about bars, just timing. So I used flow and time and to make my first song. But yeah, Christian hip hop is like all I listen to now. Like uh, from the point I got saved to now, it's basically been about 90% of the music I consume. So um, I remember um, about a year into high school after getting saved, I would just be scouring the free download section of uh, Rapzilla just looking for new stuff because um, I don't know, I just got really passionate and excited about it, and I still. Um, have some of that passion just for teach, teaching people about it, telling people about it because um, it's just so I don't know it's, it's I want to say freeing in a sense because it keeps you from having to battle the things in your mind that you would get from listening to mainstream stuff because even if you call yourself just enjoying it you know it's still affecting you and so that um, protects you from a lot of that stuff when you have Christian hip hop as your main um, media influence. Right, no, I can do that, man. Hey, so um, now you mentioned because it's usually the question I ask, I ask later on, but Tadashi, uh, of course, Triple E. Uh, who else have you been listening to? Man, um, so let me just go in order. So Tadashi, Lecrae, uh, Lecrae and Flame from Joyful Noise. Joyful Noise was uh, awesome when I first heard that. Um, Truth, Sizzle. Um, let me think. Truth, Fizzle, um, Pro, and Derek Minor. Like with the, I, I remember Derek Minor mainly from the Pro days, but uh, into Derek Minor. I'm trying to think who else. Um, I heard a little bit of Social Club before they even together. I think they were Marty and Bernie at the time. I hated them at that, that point, though. They had to grow on me. Um, I listen to NF still now. I listen to, man, basically everything under the sun, honestly. The only thing, I didn't listen to a lot of crop movies, though. I, I didn't learn about crop movies and all of them until later on in my uh, knowledge of Christian hip-hop. But 
the kind of core that I grew up with was, uh, you know, the OG Reach Records from uh, Lecrae, C-Light, when, before Andy Minio, Pro, before he was Derek Minor, Sizzle, Dadasi, a little bit of Show Baraka, and uh, the guys like that. Yeah, but so, uh, no, I, 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 I pretty much pick up on that, like, just from, like, um, just from the conversations, you know, saying about, you know, saying about certain things. So, cause I, I, it seems like, you know, like, like when I be, uh, you know, hey, let's just face it, man. My, my, our brothers in the reform bars, man, they're not always fair when it comes to, like, 116 people. <laughs> you know, we oh, love them to, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and you kind of just be like, man, y'all bugging, man. Y'all, y'all tripping. Just stop listening to the music first, <laughs> then this, that, and the other. Man, did you, uh, have you listened to, uh, to Lecrae's new stuff? Yeah, I have. I, I've yeah, Lecrae is still. Oh, what are you saying? I was, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you what you thought of it if if, uh, if you heard it. Oh yeah, I actually. I mean, I like it, but at the same time, it's kind of pick and choosy for me. Um, my overall favorite Lecrae album, I think, would still have to be Gravity. Um, for me, it was just like the combination of the two worlds, as far as Lecrae is um, more. Um, evangelical heavy music versus his new, you know, production heavy and at the same time uh, cultural music. Um, I'm still I, I'm still anticipating the Zaytoven album because it's going to be real trap heavy, so that's going to be interesting. But you know, uh, the whole direction and everything is interesting. I, I definitely like all of the new music, just artistically wise. Um, you know, we all wonder what's going on in Lecrae's head, but at the same time, I respect the direction um, even more so now since I've read his book. But um, yeah, it's hard to say though uh, which I would prefer, but overall, you know, I'm just kind of a Lecrae fan, so I guess there's bias there. Yeah, there is. And now, I, I, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say something. Actually, no, you know, we're about to take it there. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to recall. Are, are you one of my, uh, are you one of my Shylin haters? <laughs> oh man, I think everyone in the group knows very well me as like a Shylin hater. Oh, um, <laughs> now I, mean, I, 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 I maybe, maybe hate is a strong word. You just not a fan of just like for example, like like truth you know. And then this is this is where like I kind of I am with like where I started to say like, I've stopped saying unless unless without a doubt. Like for example, I can say without a doubt, Little Yachty is trash. Right? I yeah. can say that without a doubt. I can say that without yeah. bad. I can say without a doubt that uh, Young Thug is garbage. Right. Uh, but then, like, right. when it comes to, like, artists like, like, Lecrae, you know, because, like, like I'm not, I've never really been a big Lecrae fan. But, however, I've never said that the man was not talented. You know what I mean? Like, and I, right. I, you know, so it's like, so it's like, it's like, I, I just say that like, his music, hey, for me, like, matter of fact, we were talking about, like, Bizzles, Bizzles' latest album uh, that he just dropped. Uh, oh, yeah. Sam, I, can't think of, I, I can't think of his name up. Dropped the same thing. I think it was Light Work. Was it, was it, was like, it yeah, Light? Like, yeah, yeah.
like Bizzle style. I would never say the man is trash, but yeah. it's like it's 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 like his style is just not for me. And I, and I, and I was saying that the other week on, a, on our radio show. I was like, he's like, man, I'm not I'm not saying that he's whack. I'm just saying that his stuff ain't for me. And I think that's the same right. thing it is with like with like Shylin for a lot of cats because because like Shylin is not trash. She's not garbage. But like right. a lot of folks just they a lot of folks just don't dig the fact that he has such a classic old school build boom bap style. But uh, and you know, whereas somebody like me, I love that. Like like I could right. listen to that all day. You know what I'm saying? You start putting on trap music, I'm probably gonna be like, it's 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 hit or miss with me. Cause like <laughs> beats are crazy. The but it's like I I mean, you know, I'm the type of person man like after about three, maybe four songs of Auditune, I'm kind of just like, man, come on, man. <laughs> like, like turn the Auditune off, you know, you know, the, the, you know. But, but like I said, I think like I think like to each his own, man. And, and uh, but um, I, I am curious though, like because, and, and we don't have to talk too much about this if you don't want to. But like I know, like lately, man, like you've been kind of like becoming like aware and at least learning more about reform theology. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, and you've been and you've been asking some great questions, uh, which is why now at this point, like our question is like, as you're learning more and more about reform theology, do you do you find yourself liking some of Shaolin's songs a lot more than what you used to, or have you ever like, have you went back and revisited ever since you came in under, started understanding that? Um, yes, yeah, instant question. The thing about and the thing about Shaolin is that I've always respected him. Um, especially um, his ability to articulate theology in music. Like, it's unparalleled, and his writing is incredible. Like, I remember yeah. uh, I came up in the group where um, it was, uh, he was writing for his album, his latest album, Still Jesus. And I was reading the bars, and I was like, man, like, this is, like, this dude is, like, great, like, great with his lyrics. But I, but as I was reading it, I was hearing his flow, and I was like, ah, it's ruining it for me. So it's like, um, um, but, but with me, flow is like, I mean, flow is is like my thing. So I probably pay attention to flow more than the average guy. But, you know, that's always my grind with Thailand. But I always, I would never say, like I said, I would never say he's trash, um, even though my opinions are a little strong and may make it look like I, I do think that, but I really don't. Um, it's just all in good fun. But, um, but yeah, um, Reform Theology in Thailand, um, it would depend. I don't. I need to go back and listen to it more um, to give an affirmative um, answer to that. But as far as my thought, thinking, a process of reform theology and all that good stuff. I mean, it's honestly been um, a life changer in a sense because it just it reminded me of what my mindset always was. My mindset being, if I can't teach it explicitly from the scriptures, then I don't want to teach it at all. Um, I grew up word of faith. So I, um, I was always surrounded by this very heavy, you know, you know, being led by quote unquote the spirit and speaking with these different revelations and things of that nature. And it was always, you know, I, and I went along with it when I was young, but when I wanted to teach people, I always wanted to be explicitly through the scriptures. And people would always tell me, oh, why don't you teach them from this um, Watchman Nee book? Or how about this book and that book and this prayer book and that? And I'm like, but these people have no concept of what you're talking about. So why can't we just teach it straight through the scriptures? And then when I realized mm. that those, all these literatures and all these things actually didn't have any um, connection to the scriptures whatsoever, I started to question it. And that um, really started a, a kind of a battle inside me. When I found you guys, 
and to be completely honest, the main thing that drew me to you guys was how combative you guys were towards um, the word of faith kind of movement, which was great for me because I was, I, um, God revealed to me that later on that I had unforgiveness in my heart um, at that point. But uh, listening to you guys talk about the scriptures and then continue to build up those foundations in myself, it really um, repaired what I was going through spiritually at the time. And I'm still growing in it, but I'm thankful of it because it, it renewed my my faith and my reverence for the word and my love for the word in ways that I had in a long time. So, yeah. Yeah, man, praise, man to God be the glory, man. I, you know, and that, and that's what... That's one of the things, man, that, like, like when I, when I think about, like, fellowship, especially when you're fellowshipping with people who actually study the Word, like, man, like, right. it, it, it's meant to build in the courage. And it, and it takes time, patience, man. Like, I, and I remember uh, there was a day, uh, and, and you know what I'm saying, I guess it's kind of what it was, like, there was just a day, like, I forgot what the post was about, where it was, and this, that, and the other. But, you know, I, and I just remember seeing you ask questions, and I'm like, man, he's asking some good and legit questions, you know, and and that's why it's like, man, you know, at that time, man, you know, like I just, you know, I I, got, I, I thank and praise God, man, that 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 um for the for the it takes a lot of patience, man, because because I think there are people who are on the other side of the argument who who I believe they're like I don't I don't believe that understanding reform theology is where salvation lies. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like I don't think you have to understand it or 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 even know it. To, to be saved some people are like some people are like man if you don't know you really not i don't i don't believe that um but i do yeah. believe that there's a i do i believe that there's some people on the other side of the argument who just they just have legit questions that nobody's really taking the time to answer them and like you said through the scripture you know like i i, I try not to spend a lot of time and having conversations like that quoting other men as opposed right. to just quote, just showing them in the scripture. So like that, like 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 that's huge, man. And I and I and I don't know for you to say that, like, but people are like, well, why don't you teach from this book? Or teach from this book? Well, that's not a book of the Bible, you know? Right, exactly. Like, you know, which which I, and I think that when you got people who are established as far as like knowing what the word says, then you can pick up a good because I see this great literature out there written by some great authors with some great commentaries right. on scriptures, you know what I mean? But, I, you know, I you know, I, I wouldn't like you. I didn't come up in the Word of Faith church, but I fell into a Word of Faith church at one point in my early adult okay. life. And, and, and I kid you not, man, it, it, to this day, and I, and I love a lot of them. I love a lot of my people, you know, over there. I, got, I pray for them all the time. Like, But, like, this day you see them, it's like, man, like, there's very little Bible. Yeah. Um, like, very, very little Bible, and I think that's one of the things about Reformed theology. But it, it it pushes the authority and the supremacy and the sufficiency of God's word, and put you know it puts, it puts it at the forefront, man. And so like, yeah, um, I want to talk about. Uh, I want to ask you about your writing process real quick, man. Like, 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 okay. how do you go about? How do you go about like, man, constructing your bars, or, or you know, when you when you're writing on a pro for a project or for something. Right. So for me, it really uh, is based on the beat, because like I said, I still have that, you know, flow heavy aspect or rather mindset to um, my artistry. So I, I take the beat and I think of how I want to attack it with different flows and stuff. Uh, uh, so I kind of sometimes I do like either a mental or auditory scat rap kind of thing where I just kind of play with 
um, my tongue or where things fit within the snares and beats and things like that. And then I start just writing uh, depending on what uh, theme or what um, topic I want to go on. And so, um, you know, if I'm feeling a certain way, I might go off my feelings. But usually I write best when I already have a topic in mind. And so I just kind of write based off what I want to say and just play with rhyme schemes and uh, different uh, punchlines and things like that. Because for, uh, for me, if I want to describe my lyric, like uh, how I want to do lyricism, I'm more of a rhyme schemes, punchlines kind of kind of guy. Um, sometimes I do wordplay, but that that's more of a battle rap thing for me. So, you know, however, I just kind of think of the most creative voca- vocab words I can and just kind of think of how I can fit those together in a neat little puzzle while keeping the kind of cadence and flow that I want to keep throughout the beat, whichever beat that is. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, it's crazy. Like, I, it, it used to chip me out. People used to be like, like, rappers are idiots. And it's like, nah, we, we kind of fall from it. <laughs> like, because cause I don't think people understand the science that goes into writing, uh, I mean, you know, uh, and I mean, and granted, like, especially like, like when you first start off, granted, it may not be the most mind-dazzling thing, but like let a person, let a person exercise his mind for a few years and just writing, right. writing, 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 writing. You know what I'm saying? You'll be surprised that at the height that, that, that it can go, man. You know, so I like, guess. Yeah. So it's crazy because like, like a lot of what you said, that's kind of what I do. Like, like I mean, like wow. there's a lot of times, like, uh, like I hear a beat and it's just straight babbling. Like, I'm not even really saying anything. I, but like I may be like, okay, that's kind of the cadence that I want, and then it's like I find the words to fit, you know. And, right. And then, yeah. and then sometimes I'll be like, man, you know what? Like, like this one time, so I looked at looked at a rhyme, and I'll be like, you know what? I've actually used these words too many times in too many songs, so now it's time to go to some synonyms, <laughs> you know. And then, and then, yeah. and see what happens with the synonym. Like, like it, it's fun, man. So, so yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you pretty much mix it like who you listen to. I usually uh. Right about the time, I usually ask like, like who, like who's he? So, you tell me who you were, who you, who you kind of come up on. Who are you listening to like now? Well, what albums have you been waiting for that has dropped that you've been listening to or that you get, get ready to listen to? Like, what, what's on your playlist right now? Man, so I got a huge mix right now. It depends on the mood. Um, I listen right now. I'm listening to everything from, you know, everything from Tripoli and Belief to. 1K few and Joey Jewish, man. Like, and it's interesting because with me, I'm kind of like a hybrid of the two different worlds um, between like the 90s hip hop and the current vibe movement. Because for me, um, I used to absolutely hate trap as well, and then it kind of grew on me. So I'm, I was born in 95, so I'm kind of like in that. I'm one of those hybrid 90s babies that's a little bit of like both worlds. But if you ask my brother, you know, he's on Christian hip hop too. And, like, most of what he listens to is, you know, the AHA Gazelles, the Joey Jewishes, the um, Ty Brazzles and all them. And, um, you know, I listen to some of that, but not all of it, just because I have certain I have certain lyrical and flow standards I still, like, want to have. But, so, I listen <laughs> right, to a little right. bit of everything right now. Um, I feel like, and it's funny because in my own artistry, like, I feel like it would be fun to write a trap verse just because of all, like, the ad-libs and just, like, the freedom I feel like they have when it comes to writing and everything. But if I wanted to get serious on a verse, I don't, uh, I still would, you know, would be lyrical. But I'm not opposed to doing uh, a trap or vibey kind of thing either, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that. Um, what, uh, right now, are you, do you, other than, like I said, I know that 
we got you on a project with uh with the with the volume two on reform bars and, and quite possibly I'm assuming also you're gonna be part of the uh, the mixtape that we get ready to work on. Um, personally though, do you have any projects that you're putting together? Me no, that's the thing. I'm not even like I consider myself um, an artist just because people people won't people won't let me say that I'm not. But that's the thing. I'm not really a rapper. It's like I I, I mainly do it for fun. And, you know, because for me, like, I'm trying to be a doctor, so balancing both would be a little tough as far as, like, being, you know, like a full-time artist, so to speak. But, no, I actually don't. Um, so, um, I did this one song with these people a couple years back, but that's, like, a really, like, a really raw, early version of me. And so any music that I put out now, like, the verses I'm working on for this project are, like, leaps and bounds different from what I would rap back then. So, no, as far as music, I don't have anything out at the moment. No, I, I can dig it. Hey, hey I'm going to tell you like this right now. I'm not saying that you can't be a doctor. Like, like go ahead and get that and be that. Um, but, yeah. hey, like, like, in all honesty, like, I started out the exact same way. Like, at first, for me, it was just, man, you know what? I'm just going to write this stuff. I'm not going to even really worry about recording it. And then I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think I might go ahead and try to find some beats and record it. You know, but I ain't going to really worry about, like, you know, performing it. And, you know, and that's how I was back in 2014. Now, I'm probably doing, like, two like two to three shows a month, <laughs> you know? Like, wow. and, it's not, and, it's, and again, and it's not so much that... I'm trying to, to make this like my career. And like, I love my job. Like, I don't plan on quitting my job. Like, I love what I do. Um, and I, right. I can't see myself quit, quitting that. But it's just like I find myself like, like actually like now got like, you know, like like working on projects. And, you know what I'm saying, my own projects and other projects and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, and it's just like, you never know. And, I, and, I, and for me, at, at the end of the day, like, I'm like you. Like, I am an artist. Like, I know I'm an artist. But I'm just like you in a sense where like, really, in all honesty, this is a hobby. Like, like it's, it's, yeah. it's a God glor it's a God glorifying hobby. That's what it is. Like like it's a, it's a hobby that that can that can produce some some fruit towards salvation. You know what I'm saying? If God so chooses to use it to do that. Other than that, man, it's just it's it's a way for me to stay out of trouble and stay busy, man. So I I, I can tell you on that. Yeah, and that's and that's the definitely. thing. Um, oh, oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. I'm good. No, I'm saying, and, and that's the thing. Like I wouldn't have even imagined. You know, being where I am right now, like the song that I recorded with some people last year, I wouldn't have imagined that. Being on, you know, a project like this with dudes that, you know, I respect greatly as far as artistry, you know, including you and all the guys that are on the track. You know, I would have never imagined, imagined like doing what I'm doing right now. So, you know, God, God does all kinds of crazy things and uses, um, you know, uses us at times that he wants to do it, even if we don't see it coming. And um, when you mentioned uh, God glorification, I, w I just wanted to shout out that, like, being a part of the Reformed, well, just being around you guys in Reformed theology rap, things like of that nature, it hit me the other day as I was writing bars for the project. It's like, it's really crazy uh, and awesome being able to express, you know, worshipful kind of uh, lyrics, if that makes sense. Like, I was just thinking about, you know, just expressing my heart towards God in this way that I never really thought about um, doing it before. Because, I, I don't know, like, it's kind of in a way like because you have to dig deeper into your vocabulary sometimes to hit those you know those punchlines the way you want to it just you you have to like think deeply on the things of god and his authority and his sovereignty it's like you almost get to see it in a new light almost as you continue to uh, wrestle with these artistry and theological things if that makes sense you know <laughs> yeah no it does it makes, it makes perfect sense man and it's like uh, I mean, I agree. To have an avenue, because like, I'm like you, I can't sing. I'm not, I'm not much of a singer <laughs> at all. 
Uh, but it's like, man, like, but it's like I want to, I, I think I want to do it. You know, it's something about God that makes you want to praise Him. You know what I mean? And, right. And, and it makes you want, it makes you want to create. It's like use whatever little creative talents that He's giving you, uh, and and to put towards Him. And, and, and like, yeah, man, like God. I, I mean, like, that's why, like, I like, I like taking moments to actually just sit down and just write because it makes you think. It makes you really think about who He is, what He's done. The message that he right. conveyed through his scripture, and then and then and, and then and then and and I love how, like, dude, like sometimes man, like just listen to, it, especially, I mean, like, you get it with singers, but I think you get it so much more differently. I think you get a little bit more uh, intellectual without sacrificing the speciality when you listen to a rapper do it because then you'd be like, dang, like, like it's so creative how God yeah. and his divine and his divine sovereignty. To make things the way that they are, to the, and then and then like in the midst of all that, like provide a way for you to creatively express it with a metaphor or with a simile or the type shot. Right. Like it's like sometimes it's just like dude, that like like that's so dope. Like you know, and, um, yeah. You know, and it's just, again, and it's like like in the midst of that, and it, and it's like and it's those moments, man. Like uh, it's like it's like I I know it's like, it's like I know for a fact. Well, this didn't necessarily come from me. Like, like, right. like, God, like, 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 you're the moving, this, you're the inspiration behind all of this. Like, this, like, this is you. Like, like, this is, this is you. I'm just a vessel. Like, man, right. like, like, this is what you revealed in your work. So, like, yeah, no, nah, man, I feel you, man. Like, like, it's just, I have, a, I have a, I have a deep love for it, man. Like, like, it's, like, after preaching, rapping the gospel is like my next favorite thing, you know, <laughs> you know. So, man, yeah. Like, so duh. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, I, uh, I really want to thank you so much for your time. Uh, we, we typically, uh. Uh, I know, I know, you, like you just got to tell the folks that you don't have projects and stuff out there. But in case they did want to connect with you, to, just to kind of stay on the up and up with what you got going on, uh, tell the people where they can find you on social media. Okay, bet. So because I kind of have a shady um, Facebook situation, I'll give my email. Um, my uh, yeah. email is at dot top at hotmail.com that's kind of like my main email and uh you got any ideas you just want to shout out you want to ask questions whatever you want uh, you can just hit me up there sounds good sounds good well listen folks you have been listening to our brother gavin uh keep your ears peeled as we drop this reform bars volume two you should be hearing him on there this has been your man t barlow don't forget to check us out the bar podcast on facebook that's the page all right, then once you check that page and hit the like button, uh, go check us out, www.thebarpodcast.com. Also, uh, check us out on Facebook at the page that started it all, Be Not Deceived. Um, also, mm. oh, yes, if you go to our website, www.thebarpodcast.com, I believe, and I'm pretty sure I'm saying this right, uh, we have an opportunity to get yourself a, a, a reduced subscription or a free subscription I forget to Table Talk Magazine brought to you courtesy by the people of Ligonier. Don't quote me on, on the prices and whatnot. It's either reduced price or it's free. I forget what it is, but I tell you what. Go to the site www.thebarpodcast.com and, and go ahead and sign up um, for your special offer of Ligonier's Table Talk Magazine. I, I signed up during the last one. Um, it's a very informative uh, little read, nice little read. 
give you some great information. Uh, I also highly encourage y'all to go ahead and download that Ligonier app. I listen to it all the time. I've been listening to a series uh, by John Gerstner on, on handout theology. It's good, 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 good stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, be sure to be looking on for my man Dwayne Bar Podcast. He probably has some good teacher features. Uh, also, check out my man Virgil and Daryl. And then soon, we got something coming for the ladies by my sisters, uh, Christy and April, uh, who have a show called She Who Believes, I believe, that's going to be coming out soon. So check uh, find me on Facebook, D-E-I-M-A-R-I-S, and Tina Morris Barlow at Facebook, somewhere on Facebook. And once you find me on Facebook, you'll probably find me on Instagram and Twitter and all that jazz. Until next time, you folks be easy. Grace and peace. Love y'all the life. And keep listening. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here. The bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there